The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hey, listen to Sequel Squeal, the podcast where we watch a movie and all its sequels, right, Benny? Yes, you are correct, Chad Foglin. Right here on the Nerdist School Network. Yay, us! Yeah, we're done. That was good. <laughs> Kelly, I have a confession. Uh, I forgot what priests say. I was going to say the thing that priests say. <laughs> How long it's been since your last, last confession? confession. Uh, quite a while, because I don't like to admit this. Uh, this is something that's the opposite of my favorite thing. My favorite thing mm-hmm. to hear is, Ryan, you're right. Mm. This time, Ryan is wrong. Mm. I spoke last week for maybe five minutes about this movie <laughs> that I couldn't remember the name of. I've looked it up. It's called Here on Earth, and it does not star Josh Hartnett, Mm-mm. as I believed with all my heart last week. <laughs> you were certain. I was certain. I, was I believed like, you. I could picture scenes from it. Mm. It stars Chris Klein uh, of American Pie <laughs> fame. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I fucked up. Well... One or both of us said that Buffy was on Fox, which is also incorrect. I mean, it's produced, but it was made by 20th Century Fox. That's it. <laughs> That's what we were trying to do. It, okay, yeah. It moved from WB to UPN in this season. Yes. Um, That's what happened. So, mm-hmm. so that's our retraction segment. Hopefully we'll never have to do this again. Retractions and apologies. And apologies. We are sorry. I'm sorry that if anyone Googled <laughs> cancer movie Josh Hartnett and got nothing. Yeah. I mean, Josh Hartnett is in the movie, to my defense. He's not he's, the star. He's not the star. He's the townie that says, hey, you can fall in love with my girlfriend because she's dying. It's fine. Man, what a bummer of a movie. Um, it or is. is it uplifting and sweet? It's, it is not. I mean, it, when I was a kid, when I was a teen or whatever, I thought it was sweet. There's <laughs> a scene where like they are like making out. And he treats her body like it's the 13, like it's America. And like he calls her toes Florida. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Hold on. How is this? Okay. (laughs) It's like, I think someone saw the animal cracker scene from Armageddon and was like, we'll just do one of those scenes. (laughs) And so it's like, they talk about the different, (laughs) her different body parts are different states. And like. So, like, the top of her head is, like, Vermont, and her toes are Florida, and, like, different... So, she's things. only the East Coast? <laughs> well, it's like, you can't... She's not white. I guess maybe... I can't remember if she's there's, the like... Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> I don't, can't remember if there's, like... I don't know if, Colo- if like, Colorado exists on her. I just... That's a scene I remember from the movie. I swear the scene is in the movie. <laughs> I promise. Again, again, we apologize in the future. He actually was um, naming her body after geographical parts of Russia. (laughs) (laughs) That would be part of my course. Uh, But yeah, so so I just wanted to start with a clean slate because we're moving to UPN. Mm. It's a new season. Yeah. I didn't want these things hanging over our heads. It's a new feel for sure. It is. Not a lot happens though. Not a lot happens. I do think because I think by the end of season five, the quips, it was less quippy. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a like concerted effort to add some quips into these episodes. Yes. Which didn't always land. It sometimes felt forced. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was like, hey, remember we say funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, a, I have some good... Some good parts. Some bad parts. Mm-hmm. Some parts that made me cry. Some parts that made me laugh. I, I did get... I got... I was... Cried during... Um, definitely the second episode. 
part two. I think we had yeah. part one too. Oh, part one, I cried too. Yeah, yeah, when Giles left, I cried. Yes, I cried when Giles left. Welcome to another episode of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm another of the co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. And today we're talking about episodes one and two of season six of Buffy, Becoming, part one, and part two. Yay! Yay! Um, yeah, so we're coming right back right after Buffy has died. I was watching this on Hulu, so they were like so much previously on. Ugh. They were so long. So I was like, I did have to skip. I was like, I don't I just no. watched this. Yeah, you know what's happening. I mean, I think it's fair when you start a new show, sure. a new network, of that course. you've got to do it. And there is a lot of expository material here yeah. that they do with both explaining things to the Buffy bot. Yes. And reminding people of things. Like, remember, um, I'm not the key anymore. Or at yeah. least I don't open anything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of, like, reminding people of things slash telling the audience. And- right. Making sure everyone knows Anya likes money. Yes. Like, uh, really hammering that. Remember how we got engaged? We're still engaged. Yeah. No, no one knows. We're keeping it a secret. It's not yeah. a good time. Um, I watched... And recently rewatched another show that made this jump with Buffy, a show mm. called Roswell. Mm. <laughs> Kelly's laughing because I don't ever shut up about it. I love that. It's part of my DNA she now. She keeps hoping someone will watch someone it. Someone else, please watch it and talk to me about it. Anyone <laughs> else in the world. Um, but it also did that same jump. And the first episode is not as like uh, keeping in. It's like a, it's a different kind of episode, but there's so much of like, Let's get this backstory out. Or, like, at least what we now think is important. Yeah. Because there's a lot that's dropped. Yeah. Like, the key thing, Dawn just says, I'm the key. But otherwise, she's Buffy's sister. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. Like, they don't explain why Spike is both a vampire and on the good team. Right. He just is. And they just show that he's cool. Mm -hmm. Because he lights that one vampire on fire while he's choking Giles. Which is amazing. (laughs) And also, like, that he is a little tempted for... um, like badness when he's like watching the evil yeah. motorcycle demons. Like he's jealous. Yeah. He's like, that looks kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get like, we're given, I think they did do a good job with his, like his character in this, yes. which is like, nothing's too hammered over the head. You're just supposed to take it as it yes. is, which I always like. Yeah. Um, and and there's, a, there's a lot of show don't tell with him. Yes. Like it's not, I mean, I guess in the previous leaves we see him do his little, you make, oh, you treat me like I may man. not be, Okay, you may not never love me. Wait, what is it? I know you'll never love me. I know I'm a monster, but you treat me like a man, and that's worth something. Is that what it says? (laughs) Yeah, he goes, that's worth something. Something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so but we see it in how he treats Buffy Bot and Mm. all of that stuff, Um, like that scene where she Buffy Bot is talking about Dreamy Spike. Yeah, I mean that's another place where they. They don't really, I feel like they let us, if you were a new viewer, you would not know why that scene happens. No, you would just know, you would know that there are some feelings maybe, but you're not clear the extent. You're not clear if it's a one-way street. You're not clear what the situation is. Yes. So I actually, I liked that too. I, I, I definitely prefer when shows err on the side of the audience is smarter. Yes. Because it just is really annoying when it's over, over explained. Well, and with modern television, I think there is more of like, they know the audience will catch up. Yeah. Or Google it or figure mm-hmm. it out. Like it's um, that kind of breadcrumb television 
has gone has largely gone away. Mm-hmm. Like even if you watch NCIS, they don't they don't really overexplain things. Not really. And I'm not that I'm trying to call that the dumbest show on television, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I don't know what the dumbest show on television is. Big Bang Theory. It's pretty dumb, but yeah. Um, I was reading this article that was like talking about how Big Bang Theory is not good. Uh huh. Um, and it, it was like you know much more eloquently explaining why the <laughs> Big Bang Theory equals not, not good. good. Um. And there were so many people, did I tell you this? Getting so mad in the comments. Oh, because they love it. And they were like, there are so, because one of the complaints were that it was, I think we have talked about this, that it was like, they're just sentences and then a laugh track and sentences and then a laugh track. And um, it's not even jokes. And it's like, so it's like 27 of them per Mm -hmm. episode. Yes. So it's crazy to watch it. And people were like, don't you realize that they have so many pauses for laughs because the audience literally cannot stop laughing? Aww. And it's like, ah, uh, you don't know about laugh tracks? Yeah. How do you exist in today's world and not know about laugh tracks? I mean, I know they're yeah. not as dominant anymore. Sure. Well, but- and also live studio audience doesn't ha- is very rare now. Mm-hmm. So both of those things. Yeah, it's so weird. I think because you can go to a taping, maybe more people assume that every sitcom is a taping. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I've never been to the Big Bang set, so I don't even know if they tape in front of a live studio audience or not. I don't know. Well, someone in the – someone because I was really yeah. traipsing through the comments. And someone in the comments did say, I went to a live studio okay. taping. But they said that the it's always supplemented yeah, with the they, laugh track. Yeah, they sweeten it. Yeah. And, like, it has, like – It tells, tells you when, when to, to laugh. laugh. Totally. Um, like, there – I feel like the most egregious, and I liked the show, was How I Met Your Mother because it was 100% laugh track because of the uh, way the set was built. Yeah, they it's didn't impossible. Ha- yeah, they mm. didn't have uh, any audience. So, like, and that show, I think, did a better job of making jokes. Mm-hmm. Here's the, my problem with Big Bang Theory because we got to get into it. Half of the jokes are at the expense of people who are smart, mm-hmm. people who care passionately about pop culture. Mm-hmm. Or people who have social awkwardness. Yeah. And no, I identify and, with all three of those groups. So, like, it's mocking me. Well, that's the thing. Not it's, in. it's it's a, the, a bully show. It's a bully show, but it's it's draped in this idea that yeah. it's somehow for, like, nerds rule. And it's like, no, you're well, mocking them endlessly. This show isn't for nerds because, and it, this is kind of one of the things that the article yeah. was saying, was that, like, every reference is so surface and so over-explained. Yeah. Like, the only like references to nerd culture are just like saying the words the flash yeah and then a laugh track or like um kind of being racist and like talking yeah. about how like like indian stereotypes or um like the the whole like love triangle thing where like there was one episode where um leonard sleeps with the blonde girl uh-huh when she's like completely drunk and he's the victim because she didn't she, when she like realizes that she's yeah. him, she's like i didn't want to sleep with you and he's like painted as the victim in the situation that's awful and of course everyone in the comments was like you feminists need to calm down not everything like just enjoy the show i'm a woman and i would never be a feminist <laughs> yeah i so there's a lot of things with that show where it's like not <laughs> funny not, not funny. Gray rape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like weird gray rape. Um, uh, 
kind of sexist or kind of racist. Hates nerds. Hates nerds. It's just like a bully show. It's a bully show. And it does really well in the ratings. Yeah, which is the frustrating part. That's I the think. frustrating part. I feel like almost two and a half men, which was like more like overtly misogynistic mm-hmm. and like horrible, is I almost like respect it more. No. Because it's like because wearing it's not, it on its sleeve. Exactly. It's like, yeah, this is a show about two brothers, one of whom is a monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. It's presenting it as this yeah. person is a monster. And a monster with a really nice house. A beautiful house. That house. Every time I, I guess I don't anymore, but when I used to flip by and pause for half a second until I realized it was two and a half men, it's gorgeous. It's a great house. That's the thing, though. There's like my dad likes likes, uh, Big Bang Theory. Okay. And he considers himself a nerd, but but he's not, I don't know. I feel like it's very popular with like our parents' generation. Yes. They think it's hilarious. Sure. And it's maybe it's aimed at them because there is the like, I recognize that ha 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 thing. Yeah, it's I mean, like a fucking no. It it's like it's, it's making me think of like when people do experiments on like animals. <laughs> it's just like like if the like I don't know if like the test animal like I don't know how to describe yeah. it. It's like a very or like, like when some when the doctor hits your knee and it like picks yeah. Up. Um, I do have to make a confession that I just remembered. What if I'm being completely transparently honest? Great. So part of uh the job that I used to have involved watching television Mm -hmm. and in a room with like another person watching television. And that other person had to watch Big Bang Theory as part of her job. It was not one of my shows. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene in it that made me cry. I got so emotionally invested in the content. (laughs) It was like, guys, it was a couple years ago. So seasons ago, but so no spoilers, but it was like the Sheldon, the Jim, and I think it's Jim Parsons, a good actor. I think that's what the truth. Yeah. But it was like, he, his he was having trouble connecting with his girlfriend and they were on video chat and he was like, and she was like, I can't do this anymore. Like you're a stone wall. I need a man who's like, who wants to go forward with me mm-hmm. and be with me. And he's like, okay. So she turns off the video chat and he opens a drawer in his little desk and he pulls out a wedding ring and he's like, then what am I supposed to do with this? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Which on the table. Okay. So like that scripted page is horrible, right? But Jim Parsons somehow like got me yeah. verklempt. So yeah. I will admit I've been emotionally affected by the Big Bang Theory, and I would watch anything else Jim Parsons does. Sure. And honestly, honestly, Johnny Galecki on uh, Roseanne was, like, one of my favorite characters on Roseanne. Uh, he's the other main nerd, and he played... Uh, yes. Yeah. It's David on, on Joanne. Yeah. So, or on, on Ro- Roseanne. So, like... On Joanne. On Joanne. Joanne Fabrics. Joanne Fabrics. Where I'm going right after this record, so maybe that's why I'm thinking about it. Um, so, like, yeah, so... They're really good actors. Simon mm-hmm. Helberg is a good actor. Like, I've seen everyone on Big Bang Theory. I like them for other things. Mm-hmm. Blossom is on that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I like that show. Yeah. But, I mean, I lied. I like those actors. Yes. I like that, like, crew of actors. But the, the show is horrible. I think they're just, they're doing the best with what they got. Yes. That's and maybe that's why your dad likes it. Because your dad is seeing really good actors. Yeah. With terrible scripts. Yeah, but my dad also just, like... And- he hates himself. You can just say the word like PS4 and he'll be like, haha, I recognize that because I have one. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> I don't think he listens to that. Okay. Um, it is cheap comedy. Yeah. Um, unlike when Spike lights a vampire on fire. Yeah. And then lights a cigarette while Giles is getting choked. He's- That's sophisticated comedy, and I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> uh he's a bad boy to the bone, but not really because he did it to help. 
and he lo- and he's willing to do anything to protect Dawn. Yes. I mean, the fact that he didn't leave town after Buffy died yeah. is a sign of him, of growth for him. Mm-hmm. Because he's, he's seeing, he's being less selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we get the first scene of the season, really, it felt old school, because it's yeah. a demon, it's a vampire fight in the cemetery. We haven't had a vampire fight in the cemetery. Gosh, it feels like season three or four. <laughs> it feels so long ago. So long ago. Um, so now we're, we're getting back to it. Willow is the general. She's the boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, now she's talking to everyone telepathically. Mm-hmm. Xander doesn't really get it, and he talks back out loud. Yeah, that was cute. And then they kind of explain it, but I was just like, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's the boss. It's really, it's really fun. And I liked that they, we see Buff, the Buffy bot, and it's not really explained, so you're kind of like, is Buffy yes. just back? Yeah, but she's not that good. She's not very good, and her quips are weird. Her quips are weird. They don't fully make sense. Um, and then we get, again, a joke that is dumb, but I love at the end with the knock-knock joke. Oh, yes. I loved that. Um, yeah. It was a perfect segue into the opening credits. Yeah. And I liked her quip that, like, really gets you hip to what's going on, yeah. which is that'll put marzipan in your pie plate bingo. <laughs> I liked that. And also, I mean, yeah. Like, so we're seeing that Willow is, like, the commander. Yes. And there's this, like, shadow of Buffy that's mm-hmm. there. And there's still, like, it's hard. For yeah. them to do this. Like, this is not the same as when Buffy's no. back. Um, and then credits. And then credits. And we see, with special guest star, Ugh, that Anthony w- Stewart. broke my heart. Head. I was like, no! <laughs> it was really upsetting. Um, but the opening credits I wanted to mention, we now have the portal in the opening credits. Yeah. And we're going to have that for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. And as we've talked about, this that break between seasons, it sh- the tone of this sh- series... And what hap- you can definitely delineate what happened before and what happened after. Sure. And we're going to see Buffy sacrifice every episode from now until mm-hmm. the end, which is good. Yeah. Remind us. What's up? Buffy Bot is sweet. She I don't remember sweet. why I wrote that, but I did write that. Um, when Well, I liked the scene when Willow's like trying to fix her. Yes. And she has a hairy stomach. <laughs> Wait. When was this? When, when that was after she it. fought the Hanson vampire. The Hanson vampire. <laughs> Which, I, I guess he's wearing it ironically? Or was yeah. he at a Hanson concert when and he, then got he got turned? turned. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty good place, right? Yeah. No one's suspecting vampires there. And it's at night. Yeah. And the blood is sweeter. Because they're, they're umbopping. They're umbopping. Um, but yeah, Willow opens up her stomach. And her yeah. stomach, the prosthetic that they used, is a hairy little stomach. Yeah, it's a hairy little tum-tum. Um, but like, I think in that moment when... When they're interacting. Mm-hmm. Well, so I liked that. Uh, so we get bu- the Buffy bot saying, um, like, kind of says this kind of sexual thing to Spike. And yeah. he's like, I told you to to not yeah. have it say that anymore. Mm-hmm. And he walks out. Yeah. And Willow's, like, trying to fix the Buffy bot. And the Buffy bot says, he doesn't look at me anymore. Yeah. And Willow's like, no, I mean, you know, vampires, they just get moody. Mm-hmm. And then... From that point, she doesn't look at her anymore. Yeah. And she's like, um, I forget what she says, but the Buffy Bot asks her something and she like looks away and she's like, I'm going to do my best to like fix you. Yeah. At In the moment, we don't realize that 
She's talking about her other plan <laughs> to bring back Buffy. Right. Her plan is to only deal with Buffy Bot as long as she has to. Mm-hmm. She's got a big plan. Her her plan Ugh. is a big one. First of all, she totally misleads everybody as to like what exactly oh this my entails. God. Like what, the fact that she calls what she went through like I'm going to be tested. Uh-huh. To or Tara. that she's like I just got this like a uh, thing at the dark market. No. You murdered yep. a mama deer. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're a murderer of a, I mean, whatever. Eating meat like, is murder. But like, yeah. <laughs> like a, you're like a, but she like just ki- killed it for its blood. Yes. We think. I wondered if it was a fetus. Oh, maybe. Because they make a whole point of it being a mom. Blood of the mother. Yeah. Who knows? Betrayed. But yeah, so she kills the doe. Which I think actually might even be like, a. I don't think it's just a regular doe. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it might have some kind of mystical significance. I'm not yeah. sure why, but I feel like it. Just to be a real sacrifice. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Willow definitely, I wrote, Willow lies. Yes, <laughs> she is lying. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I get the reason why Willow is so frustrating is because, like, we all understand the thing motivating her actions, yeah. which is like, yes, you want to bring back your friend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's true. You don't know where she is. Like, you think she might be in a hell dimension. Yep. That sucks. That really, like, of course you would say, I will do anything to get you back. But she really risks things. Yes. And there are moments, too, when, like, you can kind of see Tara reacting to yeah. her a little bit. Like, it's when she walks in and she's like, um, they're like, did you get the ingredient? And she's like, yes. Um, and he's like, um, Sangre del Madre, that's like, sounds pretty creepy. Yeah. Is that from the black market? That's from the black market. And she's like, it's fine. I got it. And Anya says, the black market is all baby teeth and like creepy fluids. Yeah. Like, you should be careful. And you see Tara sitting at the table and mm-hmm. she kind of like has a look. Yeah. Which is like, wait, mm-hmm. like this is kind of scary that she's doing this. Yes. And Willow is just, like, it's sliding off her back. Like, she's like, mm, no, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. And she knows to keep it a secret from Giles. hmm Willow has in her head that she knows better. And so far, she hasn't really been proven lo- wrong. Right. I mean, and that's, like, the reason for that kind of hubris is that yeah. you're right for so long. Um, and it's tough because we want to root for her. And honestly, even the goal of having Buffy back yeah. is totally, we want Buffy back too. Mm-hmm. But we don't necessarily want Willow to, necess- to be playing in these really dark places to get it. Yeah. Whew, that was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, also, okay, what do you, how do you feel about Anya's behavior with Giles in the first episode? I think that she is dealing with a few emotions that she doesn't know how to handle. Uh-huh. So she's like grasping onto the... One, which is like, I just want to have this be done and be in control. But she is, yes, she's an ex-demon, but I think she's being a little bit selfish and pushy. Yeah. Because she keeps being like, why won't you leave? I feel like the first scene when she said it, because she's asking the question like, so you said you were leaving and then you didn't. And Mm -hmm. then you said you were leaving again and you didn't. Are you ever going to leave? Which, I mean, everyone's had that. Right? Everyone's had that with their boss. Mm-hmm. Bosses tell you things mm-hmm. and set a timeline. And sometimes the timeline passes and you're like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of us t- say to the, are that rude. Mm-hmm. But like, so I identify with that feeling of like when somebody who has power, like 
tells you something's going to happen and then it doesn't. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, should I give up hope on this thing? Yeah. And or are you stringing me along? Because if you are stringing, tell me. Yeah. And I will like move on in my life. But if you promise me something and it's not com- if I need to know if it's really coming. Yeah, I do identify with that. And like it also is frustrating because it's like one of those things where it's like, do you just not trust me to have the power over this place? Because yes. like you're still like you're not even really leaving. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you are leaving. And going to England, but like right. you're still a partner, and like, well, and why are we calling it partner? Exactly, because you're not. Wait, hold on, I'm the other way. It, she's not a partner. Oh, he well, it, owns this place. She's she has so no money to buy like in. Representative, she's a manager. Of, well, maybe he had her buy shares with what <laughs> money? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, with the I money don't know she what earned money she at the has. magic shop. Like the idea of calling them partners. I really wanted to look at the books because I was like, no, he we we know he bought the magic shop with money. Yeah. She has, you don't get to be a partner just by being loyal. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I guess in law firms, but you, even then you buy in, you spend yeah. money. So like, where does she have money to buy in? That, that, that's a confusing she's just question. A, she's just a, she's an operations manager. Yeah. And I'm not really sure exactly like what the, like the, <laughs> the structure of their company is yes. either. Like, is it an LLC? Is it a corporation? Yeah. Is it a sole proprietorship? I doubt that Giles is that like risky. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and he's going to England. Like, the idea that she will manage the place while he's out of town makes total sense. Mm. But the idea that they're partners, I'm like, yeah. if they're partners, that's a whole different thing. But it doesn't sound like she has any power in this partnership. But he called them partners. So I'm wondering, like, is he giving her? He, that's what, is he just giving her a partnership? Oh, Giles. I mean, he's, like, not doing well. <laughs> he's right having, now. he's, he misses Buffy, like, eternally. And he's even trying to find in Buffy, but he tries to. He makes himself believe that Buffy Bot can internalize Eastern philosophy. Yeah. Like, he really... That's that's sad. When he's trying to teach her about balancing her chi yeah. and breathing. And, like, it's so obvious that she's not getting it, where she's like, I don't not. require breathing to lit or to yeah. survive. That's, like, on so many levels explaining how she's never going to be what he wants. Because yeah. she's, like, by saying, I don't require breathing to operate is, like, I'm a machine. And then also, like, I'm not understanding that you mean, like, a higher, like, sense of balance. I'm not understanding that. It's, like, so many different, like, she biologically and, like, philosophically and mentally is not Buffy. No. So that was really sad. And Buffy, you weren't talking about she in episode two, season one. Yeah. Like, you got to there, you got there after years of working together. Mm -hmm. And so there's, yeah, he... Suffered a large loss. He's trying to replace it with Buffy, but mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Yeah, Anya's really spies on him and is really mean to him. <laughs> Which that scene I was had a little less patience with her because I was like, "Girl, and you're it, spying on him." It's not like he did this to you. She and that's the thing. Like, I think she thought she was being helpful. Yeah, because when she's w- looking in and watching, she has like this smile on her face. Yeah. So you can tell that. She, She's just working out how to be human because she is. And she's also dealing with the fact that the good part in her life, she's having to muffle. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it is she wants to share the news, but also it doesn't feel good to have Xander keep saying, let's not tell anyone. Yeah. No, that that can't feel good. No. And while I understand why Xander is saying it, I almost feel like then you should suspend your. Yeah. Well, then you're just not engaged. Which can you do that? Do you think that could ever work? pause and then come back i don't like know if that's you a lot. if you're engaged can you unengage disengage and still get married someday 
I mean, when I say someday, I mean like without like breaking up I, for 10 years. I don't think people do that. I think people like just have a really long engagement. You know what I mean? Like they're like yeah. engaged for like four years. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly just, her eyes glazed over and she looked like she was going to have a panic attack. That sounds horrifying. It is horrifying because I think that if you have a four-year engagement, and no offense to any listeners who had it, because I've never had a four-year engagement, but it would make me feel like, well, then we weren't ready to get engaged. Yeah, it's like, like I you don't should, know. especially in modern times, that's because you thing. can live together, you can do a lot of yeah. things. So, like, like I feel like engagement should be intent to marry in the short term. It's just like a thing where you're stating your intention and then you start planning whatever exactly you do. Because it would be weird to start lining up your bridesmaids before you got engaged. Yeah. Yeah. You need to have a moment where it's like, okay, now I can start doing it. Yeah. Because like this is going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I feel I feel for Anya. And we talked about this uh, with the finale. Xander made a bold move in a moment of crisis. Mm-hmm. And he is not owning that move. No. At all. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> In the end of the second episode, when Anya tries to tell Buffy, oh my God, <laughs> I have some good news. Last <laughs> night, put a spring in your step. It was, it was like very classic Anya. It was classic Anya. And I think we were building to that with how Xander kept putting her down. Yeah. Um, and honestly, here's the thing Willow is not going to give a flip. Willow does not care. She's not care. I mean, she'll say good Anya. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> She'll say good for you. Yeah. Tara will be nice about it because Tara is nice. Mm. Giles may disapprove, but who cares? Yeah. But like nobody actually is going to be emotionally affected by them telling their engagement except for Xander, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change it. No one ca- Who cares? Yeah. What dynamic does it really change? It doesn't change anything. Other than Xander has to like admit it that it's true. I think. And that's the annoying part where it's like he keeps saying like it's not right to tell people right now. Mm-hmm. But it is true what you said that, like, nobody's going to care and it's not going to change anything. Right. So really, I think he's just scared. Yep. That he did something in a moment of crisis. Right. That he began a four-year engagement. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, Xander and Anya have had some really good moments in their relationship in the past. Mm-hmm. But where they are right now, I wouldn't want that for anyone that i know about they're so fractured yes like because she's like okay well like this thing happened but she's also been around for a thousand years so she's like grand scheme like yes it sucks that buffy's dead but life goes on Mm -hmm. which is true right but it is a huge thing to xander that she's gone yes i'm like I, i know i'm thinking about disengagement again if your best friend dies can you disengage and say, like, I can't be engaged I can't right do now. this right now. I can't so, plan like, a wedding right now. I love you, but I, I can't plan a wedding. I think you don't get unengaged. I think you just remain engaged and then say, like, like so I can't even think about this until. So it's like de facto disengagement, yeah. but not. You're not going to go and make an announcement. But she still wears a ring. Hmm. These are the questions. These are the questions. <laughs> Buffy makes you think. It's <laughs> um, Yeah. So then uh, Giles leaves. I okay this is the part so I was like so they just let him pay for this ticket to England because like when so so, like they see him off he tries to sneak away in the night doesn't work he well the mid-afternoon yeah okay tries to sneak away in the (laughs) mid-afternoon uh to Sunnydale airport yep 
great, great. Sunnydale International. International. Airport. Well, but maybe you only a stop over. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't say like whatever. I guess they're trying to communicate to us that he's going to end up in London. Yeah. But I doubt there's a flight. Because you know how big that plane would have to be that is going to do a puddle jump to L.A. and then go to London? So it that, would must... have to be, that plane would be bigger than the, well, sa- than the whole could... airport. <laughs> so it would have to be a really small plane that goes from Sunnydale to LAX. And but then, then you, you wouldn't, you would call it a connecting flight. Yeah. You wouldn't say, and then on to, but they, they say, and then on to London on the loudspeaker. Now, he obviously is going oh, then on to London. that's strange. That's strange because the plane would be Humongous. huge. <laughs> it would be it's the this, biggest plane. Like, you just get on on the back of the plane <laughs> and then walk to the front and then you're in LA. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um so like my issue with this was that yeah. like so they see him off and he's like yes. goodbye and they're like uh tearful goodbyes which i should sure. cry for that part um and i loved that this the hug between willow and giles is mm-hmm. last because yeah. i don't know it's just really it was really sweet and we hadn't really seen their relationship a ton after high school yeah and then so he leaves and they're like talking about their plan yes and they're like, well, what if it works? And Will is like, well, then he'll have to come back. And I'm like, a ticket to London's not cheap. But I also feel like she really wants him out of her hair. No, of course she does. She really wants him because she knows she's wrong. She knows he's going to be like, what are you doing? And of anybody, because he's played with the dark arts. Yes. He knows mm-hmm. the cost and he knows that she's she's messing with some things that are really dangerous. And he's so knowledgeable that, like, with all of her friends, she can be like, yeah, I got this, like, or whatever, mug of Osiris. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> a jar? What is yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's an urn. Urn of Osiris. I feel like with her, all of her friends, they'd just be like, okay. With him, he'd be like, wait, what are you doing? Like, uh, that no. is a bad item. Yeah, I don't want that in my store or touching anyone I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're going to vomit up a snake. Yeah. Do you want to vomit up a snake? Ew. She's going to come back wrong. You want her to come back wrong? I know. That's not a spoiler. I'm just saying things it's that Giles would say. It is. Um, I mean, she came back brunette. She did come back brunette. Do you know what it reminded me of? Have you ever seen Tangled? Yeah, when she cuts her hair. And then all of a sudden becomes brunette? Yeah. As soon as her hair is not magic, it's brown. Boring brown. Bullshit. I know. You got two brown-haired ladies in here. Yeah, and neither of us approve. Oh, I thought you'd be like, and neither of us are boring. <laughs> oh, well, that's also true. It's true. I mean, if you're listening to this, you hopefully agree. What if you've listened this far and you're just like, I'm so bored <laughs> through all of our episodes? <laughs> I mean, you could listen to us to fall asleep. You could. Go to sleep, baby. <laughs> Dream of people in graves <laughs> trying to get out. Oh, my God. I mean, that's that's both a literal nightmare and something I hope never happens to me. Yeah. It's like that scene was very claustrophobic. The effects, uh, I feel like they spent all their effects money on her coming back to life and none of it on that snake. Yeah. That the snake, snake was maybe the worst. They should have done a practical effect. It would have looked better if literally Allison Hannigan had a snake in her mouth and spit it out. Yeah. No, it like it looked so fake. It looks so fake. It was embarrassing. And especially because, like, everything else on her looks cool. Yes. Like, the, oh, cuts the lumps. And the lumps. Like, it all looked really scary yes. and intense and mm-hmm. cool. And then the sn- and she starts, like, gagging. You're like, oh, yeah. no, what's going to come out? I was hoping it would be rats. I remembered that it was a snake. Yeah. But it would be cool if it were rats because the lumps but were the lumps di- were rats. different. 
Yeah, yeah. they were like multiple relapses. Um, can you imagine? And here's the other thing. We also are watching these on HD television. It's true. We're not watching these on the TVs that we had then. But like, if you were like, hey, the show Buffy, it just moved to UPN. It's total good jumping on point. And you like have your friend come over and you're watching the episode and then you get to that snake. I feel like I would apologize. No, I would I would start laughing and I'd be like, sometimes the show is like this. <laughs> <laughs> like it isn't always uh, on point. Yeah. I mean, they're learning. Yeah. But all the other like some of the other effects are great. The the dead to the Yeah, the that was really living, cool. So cool. I mean, and they're, yeah, they spent money in certain places, but not on that snake. They should like they like, honestly a rubber snake. Rubber snake would have looked better, though they couldn't honestly. have straightened it out. We know that from experience. <laughs> you cannot straighten out a rubber st- snake. Well, I mean, I think we eventually. No, we made we made them out of or you made them out of clay when we needed snakes. You know what I would say? What they could have done is like had. I feel like I could make a prosthetic that's better looking than that yeah. CGI thing. I think they should have gone real. They shouldn't have used CGI for that. Yeah, yeah. That was a mistake. Like puppetry or there's um, a yeah. real snake. <laughs> a real snake. <laughs> or at least when it's on the ground, a real snake. Yeah. Oh, my God. When it, when, when it was on the ground, I was like, what a that waste. That was the worst part. Like, if they put... That's the thing. If it looked like fake coming out of her mouth Fine. and then it was real on the ground, you'd be like, oh! Yeah. But it, uh, it was a missed... It was a missed op. Yeah. Um, It's... That shot of Buffy waking up is a great way to end the episode. Yes. Like, uh, yeah. Because then you're like, oh, my God, what? I mean, because you knew she was going to come back to life. Come on. She had to. I mean, you didn't know how. Mm -mm. And you don't know, like, what her being alive means. Like, is she Buffy? Is she, like, I mean, she's going to be Buffy. But, like, is she going to be different? Yes. And that was, I mean, we joked about it being becoming a show about Buffy Bot learning to love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but the show has to go back to Vampire Slayer. Yeah. It's in the title. Yeah. Um, but what's, what's really weird is she died and no other Slayer rose. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. So, apparently, when you die, your hair goes dark. Yeah. Your hair goes brown. Um, I also... So, like, this whole time, these bad boy demons are just... All over Sunnydale. Yes. Because they've learned from the vampire. Hanson Vamp. Hanson Vamp. That there, something is weird with the Slayer. It's like a robot thing. Yes. I hate these demons. I hated them. Not in, like like in a way I was supposed to. Like, Not in the way you're supposed to? No, in the way I was supposed oh, to okay. hate them. I hate yeah, them. Yeah, they were the worst. I mean, here's the thing. I have very limited interest in pillagers that's it like i know that they've been romanticized and when i was a kid i loved the pirates of the caribbean ride i still like it but yeah. it makes me mad now well that's exactly i was like just, i wrote i have two notes about these. okay causing all kinds of chaos riding bikes over the top of cars exclamation point i hate these demons exclamation point when they're riding around and just causing trouble and smashing the urn because that's all they do is they just smash they just smash stuff and ruin everything and then threaten to rape people that I was like, what the fuck? Which was such a turn because before we just saw them, like, and I like them again. Pillagers, I, I have problems with, but like the idea of just like you like to break stuff, so you just go into people's houses, you break their windows, you yeah. break their coffee tables, like that's funny, yeah. Or like I, that's, it's just such a a stupid thing because mm-hmm. they're not even stealing stuff. No, they're just breaking. Because they have bikes. They can't even put stuff on the back of their bike. They are literally just riding their bikes all over people's porches. Like <laughs> they're, they're doing the things that like 10-year-old 
kids want to do. That's what it is. <laughs> and I think that's why it made me so like I was just like, gosh, like, you know what one of my least favorite types of movies is? What's I that? think I just don't like people that cause trouble. <laughs> oh no. Well, okay. that's why we're friends. Well, like, okay. My least, least favorite type of movie. Okay. They're usually marketed to kids. Uh-huh. When all the kids are just like when the like adults Lord, disappear. Well, what's like Lord of the Fliesing, like there's like one adult that's like lame and stupid. I'm thinking of like Daddy Daycare mm-hmm. or like like any of those types of shows where like the kids are all like, yeah, and like take over and just like cause trouble and then like Did you like Problem Child? I don't know what Problem Child is. Oh. Um it's a show about it's a movie uh about a kid who just makes trouble. <laughs> like but like in very like the kind of way that when you're 10 you're like this is so cool. Well, I like when one child causes trouble. Okay. I don't like the horde mentality of many children. Okay gathering together to like create some kind of child uprising Mm -hmm. like i hate when like a bunch of kids take over and then like like if it's in a place that's only for adults like they're like storm an office building and like wrap a tie around their head and like i'm the new boss like (laughs) i just invented a movie (laughs) that i hate (laughs) you would never see i hate that i don't know why i don't love it I don't think I feel as strongly. I think especially because, I mean, I hate it like the way you're supposed to hate it. Like in that scene, I think it's, um, and this is, I think, less little kids, but in Caddyshack, mm. where they have like free pool time. So like, it's not just the country club people. It's like everybody. Yeah, and it's yeah. like crazy. Like, I don't mind that. I don't want to be the lifeguard who has to clean up after it. Yeah. Um, And then they have like the, the chocolate bar and everyone thinks it's poop. Yeah. Well... <sighs> I think the thing that I don't like about it... I don't mind anarchy. I don't mind anarchy. I don't... I think the thing is I don't like when it's like the joke is on these adults. The kids... When the kids rule, it's going to be great. You don't like joy to be found in that. No. Because it's not. I'm like, this is low-hanging fruit. This is like the easiest thing Did you feel that way you when could... you were a kid? Did you ever think, oh, if we ruled the school, it would be so much more fun? I don't think I ever... Oh, I 100% that. believed it. But I didn't believe necessarily in anarchy. I just thought I should be the boss. Like as I don't kid, think you'd be one of those kids in that movie. Oh, I would hate those kids. Yeah. I would if I were one of those kids in the movie, I would be like, guys, you're mm-hmm. destroying things that we could be using. Yeah. To have fun with. Like um yeah. in movies where like I think Snow Day was like that. Yeah. Where there's a lot of like wild times cuz it's a snow day and they Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see Jimmy Neutron the movie? I did. <laughs> 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 I, I'm satisfied when those kids eat too much candy and their tummies hurt. Yeah, I, I hope their tummies hurt more. <laughs> and I guess that's the thing. It's like you know, there's consequences coming for that. I can't wait. I can't. I want their consequences to be so like intense for yes. them. Yes, and I think with the uh, demon bikers, there's this like one. They're very scary because they don't they care about scary. anything. They are. They scary. will smash anything. Two. There's seems the number of them seems to vary. Sometimes it, it seems, seems like there's, there's eight or a hundred. Yes. It's like <laughs> we keep coming to new places that they are. Right. And so, I'm like, wait, how thin are these guys spread? <laughs> it's very hard to tell. But once once Buffy starts defeating them, I think there's only eight. Yeah. <laughs> once she fights. But so we have the demon bite. So like they're very scary, but also they they're such a threat to our people. But we know that if Buffy was around, they would not be a threat at all. 
because she could get rid of them in a second. She would quit, outquip them, then she'd be boom, 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 yeah, and the rest would run away. Yeah, but here it seems like they have become like an ant infestation. Yeah, like they are everywhere, and mm-hmm. like everything is on fire, and everything's horrible and destroyed. Yeah. Like all of Sunnydale gets destroyed in like an hour. Yeah. Meanwhile, Buffy's like running around in like a Vaseline haze. Yes. And she seems to, okay, if we're going to do a burial watch, mm-hmm. fashion watch, um, they, as, as we've discussed, they buried Joyce in an awful outfit with horrible shoes. Mm-hmm. I would say Buffy's dress, really pretty. Great. Like I bet she bought that within a few months of dying. Yeah. Like it's on you trend. Know, it's it great. has like a hole, like a back mm-hmm. slit. It's cute. Those shoes. Can we talk about those shoes? Because what? Here's the thing. And I guess I'm putting this out there because we've already talked about all of our burial arrangements. I don't think we talk shoes. Put on my awesomest shoes. Yes. Because I, they're not going to hurt me anymore. No. They're, I, I don't have to walk in them. Give, put on the coolest shoes I own. And honestly, I mean, I'm going to get cremated. But if you decide to do a casket, open the whole casket so everyone can see, see my the cool shoes. shoes. <laughs> Maybe only open the bottom half. <laughs> Just the shoes. <laughs> just make a, a little shoe just hole. a little window. Um, but yeah, put on your best shoes. Those shoes were like, okay, they were almost a pump, but not. But not. They came like all the way up to like almost the ankle, but not. Yes. Like it was like mid. It was sort of like when you were a kid and you weren't that good at drawing and you had to draw yes. shoes. <laughs> You're just like a little black at the bottom of the leg. <laughs> no, it was like... um. The general shape of a foot. Yes. With a clunky heel. Oh, so clunky. Is chunky clunky heel. <laughs> a, a, it was like a leather wrap. Yes. But also a strap. There was, yeah, there's definitely a strap. I hated those shoes. They were awful. I was like, poor Buffy. Poor Buffy. She I mean, got she bloody hands luckily, and hideous feet. Yeah. she. Well, for, it's worse that she had to dig herself out of her grave. So terrible. The worst part, I don't think, is breaking the wood. I think it's the dirt. Yes. That was my thought, too. When you break it and then you realize, oh, my God, all this dirt's coming in. And... Because you have a certain amount of air, and you're, like, kind of getting rid of... You're, like, letting some of that air mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to swim through dirt. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. And I loved how breathless she was when she first says, help. Yeah. So good. So good. It was Her so perf- scary. Yeah. Sam Rochelle Dallier's performance in this ep- these episodes, I guess, but this episode, uh, is great. Mm-hmm. Because she is so confused and scared mm-hmm. and everything all I feel like her senses are really heightened. Mm-hmm. Everything's so loud. Everything's so mm-hmm. scary. Um, and poor Willow doesn't realize that she succeeded. Yeah. Though, I was thinking about that. I think I would have been more emotionally affected if I thought she failed too. If they had placed that scene of her and Xander before we know Buffy's alive. Because mm-hmm. as it stands, you're kind of like, all right, Willow, but it's going to be okay in like two minutes. Yeah. Like you did succeed. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it is effective. It still was effective in showing that like up until this point, Willow had always immediately thought, well, I'll just fix it. Yes. And now is the moment where Buffy died for her. But that but, was only going to last. Yeah. Less than a day. Because we know she'll be, she'll feel better in a second. <laughs> I mean, if Buffy woke up in Paris great then maybe i would be more sad for willow in that moment but like i know buffy is literally 20 yards away from you and she's awake Mm -hmm. so like yeah it sucks to grieve your friend but xander's been grieving her for a month Mm -hmm. you've been grieving her for what 10 days yeah or no sorry like 10 minutes 10 minutes 
Like, you have to grieve her for, like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. Poor Willow. Yeah. Must be tough. But I again, mean, if I didn't know Buffy was waking up, I think it would be more affecting. But instead, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm glad. It's good for you. You did the... It's almost like your compartmentalizing was healthy for you. It Or not healthy. It worked out for you. Mm-hmm. Just like everything kind of works out for Willow. <laughs> well, I did feel bad. I, I felt... I got really misty in that moment just because, like, um, each moment still is a moment of grief. So, sure. like... In that moment, even though intellectually I could like see, all right, well, she's going to be fine. It's like Buffy will come and it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. In that moment, though, in that isolated moment, that that is like a grief that like it's all hitting her right now. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I do get that she's sad. And I but it is true that things just happen to keep working out for her. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and when we say workout, she did, like, wake up her best friend in a grave, and her best friend had to dig herself out. So, like, yeah. it didn't work out perfectly. And, I mean, we're kind of seeing, too, that, like, she is very end goal oriented. Yeah. Because she didn't, like, she doesn't even realize what Buffy's bloody hands mean. Xander's okay, the one. we gotta talk about that scene, though. That was the most overexplained scene in the history of television. Yeah, no. Especially because we saw, yeah. at the beginning of the episode, we saw Buffy dig herself out of a grave. It wasn't six episodes ago. It was this episode. Yeah. And then Xander goes, I wrote it down. Because <laughs> I was just like, whoa. She woke up where we left her. Cool. We all know. Mm-hmm. In the grave. And then I think Anya says, in her coffin. Yeah. And then. The music's swelling. And then Tara says, she had to dig her way out. And I'm like. We all saw we, that. And you're repeat. There's no new information. Yeah. Especially, it's like not trusting the actors to like carry that realization on their faces or something. I don't know. But I was like, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. You don't have to explain that to us. I think if they had just said, I think where we left her would have been fine. Or like, I mean, I'm even for, I'm oh, like, yeah. if Xander had just said, Willow, her hands. Yeah. And Willow sees them maybe a tiny bit more. Um, like, she, but she woke up where we left her. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. done, done, done. And then maybe we see Allison Hannigan go through the emotions. And maybe she it takes her a second to realize what that means. Yeah, fine. And fine. For her to just say, like, I'm sorry or something. But it was like we had every character explain again mm-hmm. something that we already, you already showed us that. Yeah. You don't got to, you don't got to, you don't have to tell us. Yeah. Again. Like, yeah, we got it. Um. All right. I have another question for you. Sure. When uh, they were about to destroy the Buffy bot and the demon bikers had her all tired, tied, her different limbs tied to different mm-hmm. bikes. Um, and the main demon biker said, gentlemen, start your engines. Did you say, and, and may, the, may best the best woman, woman win. win? Yes, I did. <laughs> Yay! I knew you did. Because yeah. I did. Yes. And I was like, if he said that, it would have been the best moment of my life. If someone like just yes. edited the Hulu version to have that moment mm. or like the closed captioning person. Oh my you know, god! Sometimes closed captioning people get a little yeah. playful. Oh, that'd be so interesting. Yeah, no, I said that. Woman, win. win. Yeah, yep, I said that. Um, and that was like a really like I don't know like seeing all of this stuff happen to the Buffy bot is still affecting. Oh yeah, like seeing them beat the shit out of her and then like basically draw and quarter her mm-hmm. was like so fucked up and horrible. Yes, it's horrible, and it's also. Because up until now, because this is before they start talking about their anatomical compatibilities, Ugh. which is a different level. But up until now, they've only been destroying things. Yeah. And so to them, Buffy Bot is a thing. But for 
Dawn, when she sees her later, or for some of the other people, it, I think Buffy Bat is a little is more than a thing. Yeah, both well, because she's the yeah. last basically representation of Buffy they have. Yes, and like she's something that they've been interacting with, mm-hmm. and that we've been interacting with. Yeah, so it's kind of I don't. know, It was sad. It was very sad. Um, and of course, probably pretty scary for. Buffy real Bad. Buffy to watch. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Well, no wonder she's like, I mean, not to give it away, but w- no wonder she thinks this is hell. Yeah, I mean, it is hell. It, it looks horrible. She has to dig herself out of a grave. This is horrible. Everything's she, literally on every, fire. Everything's on fire. There's a bunch of demon bikers running around. A version of herself gets ripped apart. Her friends are yelling at her. Yeah. And she only can see them through Vaseline lens. Yeah. <laughs> the, just a glob of Vaseline. Uh. Um... But we do see the connection between Dawn and Buffy in that Dawn realizes that Buffy's around. Yeah. When the Buffy bot is like, I saw the other Buffy. I don't mm-hmm. know where she went. And then dies. Yeah. Dawn immediately is like, I have to go see Buffy and is drawn to the tower. Yes. The place where she lost her. Right. And Buffy is drawn to the last place she was. Mm-hmm. And I loved the explanation, like Buffy's explanation of like that everything seemed so clear and bright and shiny in that moment that she yeah. made that decision and that this place feels horrible mm-hmm. and the despair that we see in her is really heartbreaking. Yes. And I think there's also such a distance between because the Buffy that we knew lived so much of her life to protect people mm-hmm. and cared about other people a lot. And this Buffy is so wrapped in her despair. Like, she, I mean, she does go back and fight the demons. Yes. But, like, Dawn can't save her by saying, I'm your sister. Right. Which she could have before. Right. That was enough for old Buffy. Yeah. I mean, she just basically, the way she snaps her out of it is she just gives her a task. Yeah. Which is to save her. Mm -hmm. And Buffy snaps too and is like, okay, I got to just do this thing. Though, they could have climbed down the tower a little bit, no? Yeah, I think they could have climbed down. I mean, I mean, it looks sort of cool when they slide down it. Yeah, I mean there there was a little bit of the effects issue there too. Where yeah, it was, was like, not the uh, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the tower collapses. Mm-hmm. I did like the dawn was like this tower was built by crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's holding up. And also, I thought Michelle Trachtenberg's performance there was very good. Yeah, when she says like, "You told me to be strong, and I've been trying, but it's really hard yeah. without you. I need you to be here." Right. And even still in that moment, it's not really getting through to Buffy, mm-hmm. but it's only when she's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, yeah. I got to save her. Um, I do like when Spike calls Dawn Pigeon. Yes. It's cute. I like that. Um, He's got the names for her Pigeon a little bit. Yeah. And I love them on the motorcycle together. I feel yeah. like that's something everybody loves is her in the football helmet. Well, their relationship is uh, very sweet. It is very sweet. And it's a part of him that he doesn't really he doesn't offer that kind of vulnerability to other people no he's so honest in front of her yeah he's honest and he would i think he would die for her absolutely and all of his like like a lot of his sure his affect his affectations are up around her yeah but he lets them down around her a lot too yeah that's true which is nice um i got really annoyed when that guy tried to shoot dead buffy for being oh and he was like get off my property i was like she's in the street yeah. You don't own the street, buddy. Well, to be fair, she was in his driveway. No, she was leaning against a car that was perpendicular mm-hmm. to the house. Yeah. So his driveway was like this. She was in his driveway. Okay. But 
also too like she, I thought she was, was walking along the street and bumped into a car mm-mm. so she's wa- she's like uh, and then like goes up and like looks at the house and then leans on the car and then it's like brr, brr, brr. okay and then the guy comes out and yells at her but even then it's like you a don't need to bring your gun out well yes he does oh wait there's marauders the are around <laughs> okay that's fine but her like she's like so spacey i don't know maybe she could be like a demon in disguise i guess yeah i mean she does have a de- demonic look <laughs> she looks haunted for sure well yeah um she's been through some stuff and she where does she go after that oh, is that her that's when she's on her way to the tower right uh no it's when she first it's like he's her first human interaction and then she goes right and then she's in the alley for a long time <laughs> for a long time they're all in that alley for a for long time so long yeah um and then the witch we have like some witch fighting i here's something i think is weird mm. that tara and willow haven't learned some spells they can do on the fly to fight people yeah like you don't have a like sand in your eye spell yeah or a hurt your ankle spell like, ha- yeah i'm like you guys you're good witches. You mm-hmm. have powers. Yeah. But then when it's actually time to fight, they're like, mm. They have like a fireball that. Yeah. But like, but they don't immediately use it. They should be on the offensive. Like, yes. They should like, that's another. Yeah. Why? They should just be, they should be all, they should have no lines in those scenes. Just yeah. incantations. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. It's I mean, just Willow like these... might have a lot taken out of her in this scene. She's very tired. <laughs> she did have, like, a snake come out of her body. But, I mean, even then, it's like the, the spells that they choose to use are just, like, these weird, like, the one where she, like, makes the guy's little claws fragile. And so they're just, like, <laughs> and, like, break on Tara. <laughs> Those claws were beasts, though. They were, they so, were scary. so scary. I, I was kind of nervous because I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how this resolves. Like, yeah. Is someone get slashed? They don't. No, everyone's okay. <laughs> I mean, not really. Everybody's, Not really. Everybody's, everybody's terrible. Been, everybody's been through very bad things. Except Anya is okay. I mean, she doesn't know the emotional precipice that she's standing upon. Yeah. She thinks things could be okay. She's got the magic box. Yeah. And she's she got thinks, a fiance. She's like, well, now this is going to be great. I can't wait to tell everybody. And she tries to tell Buffy to snap her out of her haze. Um, then we get the, like, gross demon speech. How he's going to, like, kill them all and rape them to death. And that... I thought that that was so much. It was gratuitous. Like the, when he's like, we have some anatomical parts that cause human females to tear. It didn't feel like it matched everything else that we had seen so far. Yeah. Because we hadn't even seen them outside of the, I mean, the Buffy bot was a machine. We hadn't seen them even kill people. I know. Um, It was really, it was such a jump. It was I mean, jump. I guess we should know that all e- demons, you know, these demons are evil, but this was a lot. It was too much. Hmm. Hmm. And Buffy fights them. Yeah. And she disp- she disposes of them pretty well. Mm-hmm. She's, I liked when he like punches her and she just barely moves. Oh, yeah. And then she stops his hand. Yeah. Oh, well, she's very cool. strong. She's very strong. Um, at least physically. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how she comes back because everyone was living without her. Yeah. I mean, Willow and Tara had moved into the house. I was wondering, are, are they paying rent, you think? They have to be, right? There's like a mortgage to pay. I think it depends on what life insurance policy Joyce had. Because I think That's it's possible true. that they would have paid off the house with the life insurance policy. I mean, 
because the the mortgage is going to get paid for Don no matter what. Mm-hmm. I bet they help with groceries. Maybe. Do they even have jobs? I have no idea. They're students. Yeah, I don't think they have jobs. I mean, taking care of Don is sort of a job. Yes. You don't get checks if you're the sister, right? To take care of someone? Mm, maybe. Because you wouldn't. The parents don't. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You so wouldn't. if it's anyone in the family, you don't get checks. Right. It's only if you're in the foster system. Okay. So there's no CPS check coming in. But I, I here's the thing. I bet Joyce has a good life insurance policy, and I bet the dad sends money. I'm sure he does. So I feel like between those two things, the mortgage is paid or the house is paid off. Yeah. Because um, we, we've we talked about how cheap houses are in Sunnydale. They're so cheap. I mean, maybe, honestly, maybe Joyce bought it with her divorce settlement, the whole thing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> She's like, see you later, yeah. asshole. Bye. Bye. Um, yeah. Um, but, okay, so they're helping. They're helping. I mean, they're, they, they are clean up they the make, house. They, they clean up. They make pancakes. They, like, make breakfast. Yeah. The sandwich thing was funny. What was it? Mega witches. Mega witches. <laughs> uh, see, that there was a that little was, much to me. That was cheesy. But it was also like, hey, this is a show with jokes. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was like, like, audience, don't worry. We'll have funny things. And it's also, this is like a show with cute jokes. Oh, yeah. Mega witches was, is like so cute. Because you had to you had to walk so far for that. It was so cute. I had to It vomit. was too sweet. It was too sweet. It was like drinking a bottle of Andre peach Moscato. <laughs> Specific. <laughs> The specifics for my personal life. <laughs> um, yeah. And of course, Xander's like, I'm here to help fix stuff. I've got a tool. I'm a boy. Um, but they do have a little thing going. They have yeah. a system. And so Buffy coming back into that system, especially as a fragile person, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. And I forgot how, I mean, a lot happened big things happen in this episode in these two episodes but not a ton happens like not many things because i i remember these next couple episodes pretty well so like i kept expecting those things to happen in this episode Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like i was like oh it's really just like buffy wake comes back to life and uh giles leaves yeah those are the only like i'm really sad that giles is gone I am too. I do think that in terms of an arc, if they didn't give him something meaty to do, Mm -hmm. it would also be sad for him to still be hanging around. It is sad for him to to hang around, especially because now, well, there are so many things, which he actually explains to the bot, which is that, like, he basically did his duty, Mm -hmm. which resulted in his Slayer dying, which is his duty. Yep. And he kind of has to grapple with that, too, because he hasn't had to before. No. Because, one, because he had, like, the best Slayer ever. Mm-hmm. And she defied the Watchers and she lived so long. She, like, died and then came back mm-hmm. and she's cool and she loves him. And, like, so he had, like, the exception to the rule. It's sort of like we were talking about with Willow. Like, he's been cruising for a bruising for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been really lucky that things yeah. haven't gone bad before. And now they have. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, he's done and he has to figure out what his life is. And if they had done, he had done that in Sunnydale, I would have loved to watch that as B-plots. Mm-hmm. I would have been into it. Yeah. Whether it's, I don't know. Is it teaching witches? I don't know. Yeah. Is it teaching again? Is it working in a library? Is it, I don't know what it is. I would, I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the show had room, mm-hmm. but like it, they chose not to do it. Yeah. And we have, you know, 
we've got some Xander storylines to talk about that are yeah. going to come up. We have Willow storylines. We have like a lot happening. Yeah. Like, and I also get like him choosing England is like, yeah. he felt like he had to make a big move, just had to yes. leave this place. But also like the characters wondering about this was something that I was also wondering about, which mm-hmm. is like, what exactly is he going back to? Cause they're like, well, he's talked about people here and there, but like, it does seem like he has cut off a lot of ties. Yeah. I mean, I guess he could knock Olivia. on Olivia's door. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Have you ever moved to a whole new place and cut ties with the people from your old place? Yes. Did you go toward people or did you have did you have people at the new place? No, I didn't have anyone. Um, but I really had to leave. Yeah. That other place. Sure. So it was like, I don't know. It was weird. Like, yeah, I felt very like it, it was it was in the middle of college. So uh-huh. I still had like classes to go right. to and things like that. So I like I had these routines you that had, helped like, some a continuity. Lot. Yeah, and I had, like, new roommates, and so, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, kind of getting to know them, but I still felt, obviously, like, really out of place and alone, and I sought out, like, belonging in, uh-huh. like, just desperately. I yeah. needed, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. But yeah. Have you done that? Um, I mean, if college counts, I've done it twice. Yeah. Um, And if college doesn't count, I came out here. Yeah. I mean... I lived with my aunt in Claremont for a little bit when I first moved out here. Mm. But that's not once I moved to L.A. Like that doesn't help me. Yeah. I mean, they helped me move like they were very they're great. Mm -hmm. Shout out Aunt Barbara (laughs) and Uncle Russ. But like, uh, yeah, I had no I completely started my life here with nothing with not with nothing. I shouldn't say that. I had some furniture. Yeah. I had uh, like no social connection. Yeah. No, I had to build all of that and job and all of that. Um. And I would do it again. Um, I'm shocked that I've been in L.A. for 10 years because mm-hmm. I'm not a person who likes uh, settling. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm here. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. This is how I tell you. I'm moving to London. <laughs> you're, you're, you're leaving. I'm leaving. You're no, gonna... I'll at least finish season six. You'd end it with season six. Yeah. It's... I would do it again. Yeah. I I would do it to be closer to some family members if, if that was necessary. Yeah. Because I'm far, so far away from almost all of them. Yeah, you are far away from your family. I would do it if, like, I don't know, another event happened that was, like, too much. Or, like, you know, like, life. I, not that I am, like, constantly running away from things, but, like, there have been times where, like, I'm like, okay, the situation is, like, not good and I yeah. need to get away from it and it doesn't matter right. that, like, I'm literally leaving, like, my whole social structure. Like, right. that will just have to be something that's goodbye and then do something else. I I will say, be, because I've had time long times of unemployment that were really tough, I it would be really hard for me to do that without a job. Yes. So, like, if someone – I couldn't just, like, pack up my bags and move to New York right now because yeah. I – the just the thought well one it's very expensive to live there but two just the thought of like what if i don't find a job that is yeah that's scary i mean i guess yeah it's just that is scary yeah the financial thing is tough and i only for me think well a my social structure right now is much more different too than it has been in the past Mm -hmm. like i feel like very happy with like my friends and my relationships um in a way that's different 
than like I have in the past with mm-hmm. people. So it would be r- something crazy would have to happen for me to be like, I gotta go. Yeah. I mean, I could never imagine like leaving without saying goodbye. That is a But lot, like yeah. if my job offered me a job in London, mm-hmm. I think I would take it. I mean, I whatever. It would have to be a good job. But like I could see myself being like new challenge. Yeah. I always look at that kind of stuff as like an opportunity for like, oh, right. I get to experience this thing now. Right. But I don't think I will ever. Well, yeah, I don't see myself ever packing my bags unless money unless I get a lot of money somehow. Yeah. But I can't imagine myself just packing my bags and moving to a new city or even to like where I grew up mm-hmm. with no job prospects. Yeah. Without a plan. Yeah. Ooh. See, yeah, I only say this because or not say it, but I, I it's only like palatable even yeah. for me because like I'm operating under the assumption that I could still work mo- like right, remotely. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, you could work it, anywhere. If it were if it was like you can't for some reason you can't do this like yeah. there's no internet there mm-hmm. oh god if there's no internet i'm probably not gonna go if there's no internet where i'd have to be going i can't yeah. do it <laughs> <laughs> well you don't have to go i don't have to i could stay here yeah i don't know yeah i could see myself moving to the east coast because of family mm-hmm. but yeah i'm kind of stuck here right now yeah i don't have the money to move no so. me neither so we're here for now <laughs> we're gentle here listeners <laughs> And we like it. No, we love it. We like it. Um, but yeah, I was I was a little jealous thinking of just picking up and leaving. Yeah, just like, I know, especially especially to an English speaking country in another continent because you don't that barrier at least you don't have to worry about. It's just the right amount of like new adventure. Yes, because like if I if I understood like let's see if let's pretend I was like fluent in like portuguese yeah i was thinking portuguese really yeah then like if someone was like go to brazil or go to um portugal then i'd just be like great sure whatever yes but like the the communication issue would would be a a lot too yes yeah so i i do think the communication issue would be tough for me but yeah just like go live there and like experience another culture for a little while yeah that'd be fun yeah i've been in LA a long time me too i mean you grew up around here yeah (laughs) Have you ever lived By like default. outside of Southern California? Mm-mm. So that's like another thing where I'm like kind of feeling itchy. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine. I got very itchy and so I went to college in Arizona <laughs> and then I went to college in the middle of the country and then I came here. So yeah. I've I've not stuck to one yeah. region. Well, I hope you continue to stay here just for my selfish reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. ditto. Unless we both move to London. I guess that's what I'm pitching. Oh, well, okay. Everything I said before <laughs> is done. We're going. Uh, we would have to bring Colin and Patrick. Of they course. would be so mad if we if we just left. Or we just took the show. Oh, my God. Took we SDS. took the show? Are you- I just transitioned into plugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, same day shipping at Shipple Dips on Twitter. Ask yes. Questions. Um, but yeah, we. I feel like we've talked talk we've talked to talk we've sat the sat (laughs) okay so next week if you got if you guys are listening to both our buffy and angel episodes we're going to be talking about that old gang of mine and carpe noctum and our next buffy episode is going to be afterlife and flooded cool yeah um awesome 
you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hellmouthy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly Junji. You can follow Ryan on Instagram at Armogi. Oh, I loved those hand motions. <laughs> yeah. Those are just for Kelly. Um, and thanks for tuning in, you guys. Bye. Bye.